We are live here in what looks to be a basement bunker. Uh, this is uh, my home office uh, down in the basement uh, where I spend way too much time. And you see that window right behind me there. It is, uh, it is the only window down here. And I think I'm actually going to be turning this uh, desk around. Not that any of you care, uh, but I think I'm going to be doing that. We are recording this. Uh, live here on uh, 8.30 in the morning. We've got a podcast that we're going to be putting out soon, um, and we are obviously doing this on Facebook Live. We are here in day five of uh, Facebook Live and morning prayers. We are going through the Moravian text, and if you do not have uh, that daily email coming to you and you'd like to follow along, you can just Google daily Moravian text, subscribe, it'll come up, and then you can just Put your email address and it drops it right into your email every single morning. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bring it up because we have a, um, you can hear the bus in the background. Um, we are going to close our time with the watchword of the day from the Moravian text and the prayer that they give us every morning. So the, the reading today is from Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 through 30. Um, this is probably going to be a little bit shorter today. Uh, the text is actually longer, but I think the teaching portion is going to be a little bit shorter today. So let's pick up with uh, chapter or verse 14 of Matthew 25. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who calls his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one, he gave five talents of money to another two talents and to another one talent, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received the five talents went at once and put his money to work and gained five more. So also the one with the two talents gained two more. But the man who had received the one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received the five talents brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two talents also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two talents. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. Then the man who had received the one talent came. Master, he said, I knew that you were a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your talent in the ground. See, I have brought what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, at least I would have some, receive some interest back with it. Take the talent from him and give it to one of the one who has the ten talents. For everyone who has will be given more, and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what that person has will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Well, happy Friday, and we're going to call this Weeping and Gnashing of Teeth Friday. Uh, thank you to uh, some of the people who are joining on early. Brenda Vickers, I see you. Lindsay Turner, Sarah Rockmore, my wife, and I think my kids are out there. I think Melissa's here. Lauren Bleem, 
Uh, Lindsay, I think I've said you, uh, and I'm sure we've got other people coming. One of the things that people are doing, obviously, is watching the replays as well. So I want to I want to say just a few things, because remember, this is this conversation that Jesus is giving with this parable. This is still the same conversation he's having with his disciples. It's, it's the same conversation. But we started with a Monday that started with Jesus talking about the end of the world. Um, this has been like quarantine week one has been Jesus talking about the end of the world in Matthew 24 and Matthew 25. That's what we've been tracking with. And this is still part of that exact same conversation. And so he, talk, he talks about this parable about the, the master who goes away and gives five uh, gold bars, that, those are what talents are, to one servant, two to another, one to another, and is, goes away and expects that there's going to be a return. Um, and so one of the things that Jesus is getting after here is wherever you find yourselves, like whether things are in crisis or not, like you have been given some things and there is an expectation that you're going to be using those things. Um, one of the things that I find fascinating that I was thinking about this morning with this text, um, look, the, the, the one who is ultimately thrown out, the one who does nothing but buries his talent, that gold bar. This is what he says about the master. He says, this is what I've observed about you, that you harvest where you have not sown and you gather where you have not scattered seed. The thing that he's really getting at here, and it's a really simple thing, but it helps us give us a picture of the kingdom here, is that the master believes that the way that seeds scatter is that there's going to be stuff that falls like in the lands that he owns from from the investment that he's made with the seeds. But the way that, like, things grow and multiply is those, like, like, you have these plants that grow, but then the seeds, the wind is going to take it and scatter it into places where you haven't sown. And so there's this expectation that any kind of investment that you make, any kind of kingdom deposit that you make, it's not going to have a one-to-one return. It's going to have way more than that. And so what it is that you see with the, the, the first two servants are these people who have made some kind of investment. And all that's happened is that they've doubled their investment. So they, they invested it, and two times as much came, comes back. Well, Jesus says that a kingdom return, it looks like two times as much, 10 times as much, 30 times as much, 60, or 100 times as much will be produced. And so the master in the story is like, yeah, I do harvest where I haven't sown. Why? Because that's the way that the thing, that, that's how plants work, buddy. And what Jesus is like, this is what the kingdom is like. When you sow kingdom seeds somewhere, you will see a return that's going to be better than one-to-one. And the reason, this is the thing, the reason that he's really frustrated with this third servant is that he didn't get a return at all. And it's like, well, yeah, but at least he got his money back. No, no, no. Like the way that the kingdom works is that you are expected to get a return because that's the way that Jesus has created everything to be. And so when you invest a little, you will get that much back. I don't necessarily mean to me, like me, Doug Paul, or you. I mean, like, the kingdom is going to get that particular thing back. And so the the question that we have to ask is this. Number one, um, when we have, with the the talents that God has given us, with the spiritual gifts that God has given us, and we're we're thinking right now, like in the, the current crisis that we find ourselves in, have you buried your talents? That's the first question. Have you buried your talents? Uh, But there's another question that I think that we need to really be thinking through right now. 
Um, and, and I think in many ways it might be an anticipation of times to come, not necessarily today, but in times to come. Um, one of the people who was listening to Jesus talk about the, 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 the parable of these, uh, these talents uh, was Peter. And Peter is a young man. He's probably in his early 20s um, when he hears this. And decades, 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 decades later, he is writing to a, a group of churches who are being persecuted. Uh, in the book of First Peter. And he himself um, ha- has been under enormous persecution himself. And it is a church that is just being squeezed. The situation is shifting underneath their feet. Um, and there, there are people who are being put in jail. And, uh, there are people who are being killed. There are people who are being tortured right now. So we're, we're probably around like 60 AD, which is 30 years after, after Peter hears for the first time this parable. And this is what he writes the church. Uh, in First Peter four ten, and I would encourage you if you are if, if you are in the practice of doing some scripture memorization each day, um, as one of your your practical daily rhythms that you're incorporating into quarantine life, uh, this would be a great one to have. And this is what it says: Each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. The first question is, are you burying the talents that God has given you? But here's the second question. It says, each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others. Second question is this, do you know the gifts that you have received? So each of us have been given an apportionment of grace. Each of us have gifts and talents and spiritual gifts that God has given us. Uh, the scriptures name a lot of these spiritual gifts. It's not exhaustive. Do you actually know what those gifts are? Um, and do you know how to use them, according to 1 Peter 4.10, to serve other people? Um, that is what a kingdom investment looks like. So when we, going back to the text in Matthew, uh, what it is that these servants are doing, it is, it is making an investment. The thing that we're supposed to take out of the parable is that we are making kingdom investments in serving other people, expecting that those gifts are going to receive a return back into the kingdom. And so question number one today, are you bearing your gifts right now? Are you bearing those talents? Question number two, do you know what those talents are? Um, and I imagine in weeks to come, we're going to talk about different ways uh, that we can, uh, we can work together to really to come together in the crisis that we're facing. Um, there's reason to believe that, that maybe this isn't the real crisis yet, that there is, a, um, there's more to come in the coming weeks that uh, are, are going to make things more difficult. And so I think it's just wise for us now to be thinking, all right, what is the posture of our hearts? Um, what's the orientation of like how we're thinking about things? What's our worldview? And I think the, the way to think through this is like, all right, God has given me uh, relationships. God has given me talents. God has given me uh, abilities. He is giving me resources like uh, your house or where you live. He's given you uh, financial capital. He has given you all these different things. And the question is, how are you going to leverage that in the coming weeks and months to serve other people? And then how are we going to do that collectively as a church body? What does that look like for us to do that, to say, to serve others so that um, as at, at the other side of this crisis, uh, when things, uh, when we move into a time of like recovery and reemergence, uh, we, we can then, when we go to the Lord, uh, the thing that we, we want the Lord to be able to say to us is like, well done, good and faithful servant. Um, not, not because we are having to earn anything, um, 
grace is not about uh, earning anything, um, but it, it is about effort. And so what, what it is that we want to do is we actually want to do the things that God has asked us to do during this time and to, to live according to, as Pastor Don would say, to do the Bible. Uh, so I want to do the, uh, read the watchwords for today, a couple other scriptures, and then a closing prayer. The Lord will hide me in a shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. That's from Psalm 27.5. And then from 2 Corinthians 12.10, Therefore, I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities for the sake of Christ. For whenever I am weak, that I am strong. Those are our our watchwords for the day. Let me go ahead and uh, pray for us as we, uh, we bring this time to a close. Lamb of God, protect us through our hardships. Steady us in the midst of our anxieties and remind us that we need not fear for you have already conquered for us. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that brings our time to an end. Uh, We are not doing morning prayers on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, We are going to be sending out a home worship guide for you with some instructions uh, probably today, as late as tomorrow. And then we will pick up morning prayers next Monday, I believe. And we will go from there. Um, Yeah, so be on the look for an email, and we will see you soon. Grace and peace on you, everyone.